Locker Room Talk with Angelo Spedafino, Thomas Pipolo, and Ryan Aquino. Brian Scalabrini, Vince Wilfork, John Gruden, Denzel versus Peja Stoyakovich, Snacks Harrison, Mike Tomlin, and Matthew McConaughey. The events are first tug of war, second four by 400 relay, and last, if it comes down to it, a brawl. All out brawl, no weapons included, no touching of the hair or face. No kicking in the nuts. Exactly. Just a pure so you melee. Gotta, so you got to win two out of the three to take the chip. Two out and of three events. The final, the anchor, the final, the finale is the brawl. So if it comes down to it, that will take place. <sighs> All right. So we're starting off so with this tug, is of tough, this this is is tough. This is tough. Tough. Tug of war. You got to go. Tug of war is pure mass. Scalabrini I mean. versus Pagia. I know that this is a team game, so it's, I'm just really matching up everyone with everyone. Scalabrini versus Pagia. Scalabrini's got some size on Pagia, but I'm still going Pagia. I think he's got that. Eastern European grit to him. I think he was probably raised in a town where the mafia ran everything and, and you know, masculinity was his most valued currency. So I think that's kind of what he's going with. And he's beaten Scalabrini in the one-on-one, even though it's a team match. Then we got Will Fork versus Snacks Harrison. This is, this is an easy, easy win for Vince Wilfork. No offense to Damon Harrison. He's awesome, but he's no Vince Wilfork. So so it's even right now. Who else? Mike Mike Tomlin versus John Gruden. What do you got? What do you got there? Gruden. I, you got to give it. I don't care. I'm going. No matter what, all three of these events. You give me John Gruden on my team. It's over. It might it's be over. John Gruden over 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 Snacks Harrison too. <laughs> John Gruden would beat Snacks Harrison. Uh, all right, relax. Imagine John. Not imagine relax. imagine Not John. In our, in our souls, we believe it. Okay. okay these okay. Look. Okay. This is this is the this is the take right here. This is the expert analysis. This is going to a game three. This is going to the brawl. Period. End of story. These are these are pretty evenly matched teams. You give me John Gruden. You give me John Gruden. He's gonna fuck up anybody on that side. I don't care. He's gonna fuck up Matthew McConaughey. He'll find a way to beat up Mike Tomlin. I mean, yeah, but it's Denzel versus McConaughey. That's but a tough one. snacks and snacks and Page would eat John Gruden. It would eat him. All right. Angela, I just, just I just let think, me live in a world where John Gruden beats up yeah, everyone. Okay, that's what I'm. That's what I'm thinking. I think All John right. Gruden just. Can John you, Gruden can you has allow that, me to live in that world, please? I John Gruden it. has that dog in him, man. Go he for has it. That dog in him. Also, did you see in 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 the end of Hard Knocks when he started rushing the quarterbacks? He yep. looked good. He did. No, he did he look good. Agile. He did look good. He looked good, and he and he had I'm a going, little bit of like grunting and and like screaming when he was kind of running at the quarterback. I think that's going to intimidate the other team as well. I'm going team one. It's over. Team one wins the wins the tug of war. Angelo, what about you? No, nah, I would probably have to agree. I mean, Scalabrini's bigger than Peja. Will Fork is an absolute monster. And I can't pick against <laughs> I can't pick against, pick against Denzel. So I'm just surprised you're picking Denzel, against your own Den- coach, Mike Tomlin, though. I mean yeah, I Denzel I don't is, really like Mike Tomlin Denzel that much. Is a sleeper. But, Denzel is a sleeper. But you're not one of those idiots who think he thinks he should lose his job though, are you? Uh not not this year, but I think I think it's getting closer and closer when to a point where the Steelers might want to f- at least look and see if they can get a better coach. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Like as a fan of a team who's coached by Pat Shermer, there is worse out there. Than oh no, that's there's abs- like, there's absolutely worse, back, and they would have to, the and they would have to, and they would have to. It'd be have to be the right situation, the, the right coach would have to be available. But I do think 
Tomlin. Tomlin's job is safe. I mean, he's never had a losing season, so he's a good coach, but I don't know if he's a great coach. And he hasn't been able to beat the, the one team that they've needed to beat this entire decade, and that would be the Patriots. He gets, and, and nobody we don't have nobody gives a fuck the most about important of all, which is the tug of war. So yeah. now the next thing we got, we're talking speed. 4 by 400 relay. This one. This Neither team has any, any burners, man. Honestly, I'm going team two. Yeah, I'm going team two. I think McConaughey's two. got some burners on him. Prime McConaughey's fast. burners, dude. Prime He's McConaughey's definitely fast. fast. And then I think Damon Harrison is faster than Will Fork. No shot. Yes, he is. 100%. No shot. 100%. I'll find out there 40 times. All I know is that, I know is that their blubbin would be fucking... It, there would be a lot of blood and all I know is that if this event was televised, it would be mandatory in in the contracts that Will Fork versus out. Snacks would have to be done in slow motion. All right, and it would have to be blurred. Nah, it have to be blurred <laughs> out. Vince Will Fork has a faster forty time by four tenths of a second. No, wow, I told you. I was just dead wrong. Angel, I love, I love the details right wow. there. Unbelievable. Yeah, that's what Pinnell's supposed to bring to the table as producer, but he's not here. He's off being selfish and going to his cousin's wedding. Yeah, like, what a, like a jerk, right? I, I might think I might think Team One might end the series here. Team One might end the series. No, no. no Matthew I'm still McConaughey going, flies. I'm still Mike Tomlin. You can't sleep on Mike Tomlin with the wheels either. That's. I'm still I mean, going I know your reasoning for that, Pip, but um. <laughs> I mean, it's just facts. Like, I mean. It's just uh, facts. I, the fastest white guy I've ever seen is Pinnell, I think. But besides that, I don't think anybody. The fastest, I don't know. I think Mike Tomlin. The fastest white guy I've ever you're, seen you're is tell- that dude from that like high schooler in California that is going to be an Olympian. Is it Jalen Jenner? <laughs> yeah. No, I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> you're telling me that Mike Tomlin isn't faster than John Gruden? I don't know. I don't really, I've never seen Mike Tomlin do anything athletic. Yeah, I don't really pay attention to their 40 times. Okay, let, okay, let's give that to team 2. I'm I'm giving let's say team 2 wins the wins the 4 by 400. This goes down to a brawl. Okay. This is going to game 3. This is going to the brawl. Wow, this is tough. I do th- it's 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 definitely a different battle than a tug of war. I'll give you that. But like John Gruden's going to fight to the death. Yeah, John Gruden's okay, going to fight to the death. Okay, but like be be aware for Paige's knives that he's bringing in his back pocket. Yeah, we said no bring- weapons, and he will bring some. He's bringing the brass knuckles or something. Yeah, I'm still going. I'm still going. Team one. Yeah, I think Gruden's been one. enough fights. Yeah. All right, uh, so we're gonna give the whole triathlon to Team One there. Congratulations, Brian Scalabrini, Vince Wilfork, John Gruden, and Denzel Washington. Thanks for the team. You are Jacob. the theoretical Great winners question. of the triathlon. Okay, let's All kick right. it off with the uh, wild card games, man. So, uh, Pip, <laughs> I, I'll bet oh, you God. thought you had that jersey locked in the bag, but yeah, no siree. I, I, <laughs> I had it locked, man. I had it locked. I went to bed all nice. I was going to – I was I, You was woke nice up the toasty. next morning no, finding no, out? No, no, okay. no, no, no. What happened was I was watching in the family room with, with my teammates, with my roommates. I was like, this is locked. I got the jersey. I was feeling great. I was going to text Ryan, fuck you. I want a fucking Gardner Menchu jersey or something. I was all happy. Nice and tucked in my bed, all warm. And all of a sudden, I hear screaming. I hear mm-hmm. screaming coming from the other room. And I said, what <laughs> the fuck just happened? And Juan Soto just happened, baby. And Juan Soto and Grisham just happened. Yep. Yep. So Get in front of so, the ball, man. Get in front of I the ha- ball. I'm going to ask you to do a double or nothing because I gave you I, – I took the Nats in our bet. I took the Nats. You took the I mean, Brewers. I took the, I took the Brewers in our bet, and they were underdogs. 
and I didn't give you you didn't give me any points. So I'm gonna ask politely for a double or nothing bet. Will you accept? Uh, I will I will grant you this double or nothing. I, I would love two jerseys. Okay. The perfect situation here. We're facing each other this weekend in fantasy football. Let's go double or nothing. I'm I'm in. I'm in. I'm okay. projected to lose, and I think that's kind of fair because Washington was the favorites in um in the in the wild card game and they were at home. So I think that's a wash. I think that's fair. I'll I'll give Sounds you the good. double or nothing matchup for fantasy football. Air shake over the FaceTime. Come on. There we go. Okay. Guys, what did you think about that? That was the poor bastard. Poor bastard. People make the first errors. Thing I have to say is that is that Scherzer can't pitch in the playoffs. It's crazy. Yeah, he he can't. He struggled. Strasburg came up clutch. He he had some cojones during that game, man. Holy cow. I thought he he looked unbelievable. Usually he got a lot of shit. I mean, he's not healthy a lot of the times, but he pitched very very well. Scherzer Scherzer kept kept him alive though. He had a a poor first couple innings, but he kept him alive. Angelo? I mean, you got to pitch Scherzer there. I understand he wasn't great, and he hasn't been he hasn't been Scherzer level in the playoffs, but he's been solid. I think he's like a three, a mid-three ERA, which isn't what you want with Max Scherzer. But you, you can't lose with your best guy on the bench. I know Strasburg's actually been every bit as good as – He's a phenomenal yeah. playoff pitcher. Strasburg's been he every, really is. Strasburg's been every bit of good this year, but you got to roll with your guy. It's like – the Dodgers starting Bueller last night. Completely understand that, but in a one-game playoff, you got to go with. I'm mean, actually Rio this year because Rio's been the best. But you would you you start your best pitcher always. That's my opinion. You start your best player. You don't let your best player be I on think, the bench and you lose. I do think the um the, the Dodgers and Nationals situation is very different. Um, one because the Dodgers have had the luxury of not having to be in a wild card game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so. But they have the luxury of having an experienced playoff pitcher in game two. I think that's more valuable than game one because they are at home. They have the advantage. They should win anyways. But if it comes down to it and they lose that first game, then they got an experienced pitcher in game two and you're not relying on a young guy that could, you know, kind of fold under pressure. Clayton Kershaw has been there for years. And I know kind of, I know people kind of shit on him for like the same thing that people shit on Scherzer for and that he's not as dominant in the po- in the postseason, but I'd trust Kershaw down 0-1 more than I'd trust Walker Bueller just because of their age difference. I, I agree, and I, agree. I, I, agree I agree and I disagree with that because, yeah, okay, being down 0-1, sure, yeah, you want a good pitcher out there, but why why even a plan? You should never plan to lose. Is what I, I completely understand what you're saying, but you should never plan to lose. If you have your best pitcher, you go, you throw him. But Walker Bueller is also yeah. like – Walker Bueller is also a borderline elite in his first – Two years, so you can't really go wrong. Plus, yeah, and and I don't think it's I don't think it's necessarily like planning to lose. I think it's a phenomenal situation to have uh, to have Kershaw going game two after a win. That pretty much locks up the series. You go up two nothing, and then you got only one game to win in the in the last potential three. You're setting yourself up for a, for a one series. I mean, the Dodgers are going to sweep them anyway. It doesn't even matter who's pitching. I think they will. Yeah, I think. In, they will in terms well. of the wild card game, though, I I thought it was pretty overlooked. Like I know Grisham fucked up, poor bastard. We all know it. Angelo's probably going to be harsh on him. I heard him say, "Don't make errors." Yeah, that's true. But well, I mean, errors. You know, he's errors to. happen in Major League Baseball. You play a game and an error happens. It's not the end of the world. No, I agree, but. I'm not I think gonna it's be, overlooked. First of all, I'm not all, gonna be hard on the poor bastard. All, it sucks that he made an error, and he probably feel no one feels worse than he does. Why would I feel? Why would I be hard yeah. on him? 
I don't know. I thought you were gonna be hard on him. Anyway, I saw the guy in the po- in the post game press conference. He was cool as a cucumber. Yeah, he was answering that, yeah. every single question that they asked, and I just think like there's no moment in your life where you want to just punch people in the face and just say shut up and just go home and then just shut the door and just lay in bed just sulking away the world and just being pissed off. But I think it takes a lot of balls and it takes really, really a, a good character to answer every question like he did. And I just get, I give him props for that. In terms of the game, though, it was overlooked. First of all, the foul, the ball that hit, quote-unquote, Michael Taylor in the hand was clearly a fucking foul ball. I don't understand it. No, it, it hit is. his hand at the same time that it hit the bat. No, it didn't. It, it did. clearly fucking hit the knob and then it turned and it hit his fucking hand. It did not. And it's also and one of those things where if you review it, like you can't overturn it either way. So they called it a hit by pitch and they were never going to overturn it. Okay. It's one of those things. Say, say, with, say that. Hey, Jonathan Hader is to blame for this loss. I agree. I don't care. I agree. 100. No matter what. Even if, even if Grisham fielded that ball. It's a tie game. Yep. He couldn't fucking command his slider. He had two hits off him, two walks. I mean, the guy pitched like shit. He pitched like absolute shit. It's on fucking him. I don't care what anybody else says. It's absolutely on him. You've played baseball. You know a loss isn't on one person. What? It's on Jonathan Hader. I mean, he blew the lead, yeah, but why didn't the Brewers score 10 runs? No, I agree, I agree that it's, it's, not it's, more, it's more like... I think it's kind of unfair that everyone's putting it on Grisham because it was That's a tie game not... with Howie Kendrick coming up to bat next with Juan Soto on second, you know, if he wasn't thrown out. Or first, he would have been on first with, with Howie Kendrick up, who already had a hit in that game, who was seeing the ball well, hitting the ball hard. The game was by no means over just because Grisham made that error. Exactly. I think it's kind That's of what I'm trying to say. That's what I'm trying to say. The, all the blame's going on to him in the media. I don't know about the team-wise and stuff, but I don't think, I don't think the analysis has been really – spot on or accurate because people aren't mentioning how bad hater pitched that's all i'm saying yeah i know i mean i've seen i've seen things about how, how bad hater was i don't think anyone that watches baseball knows it's not that one error doesn't lose you the game like yes in theory those two those runs came around on the error but it's not completely grisham's fault they lost it's, it's the it, baseball's a team sport yeah and then the a's rays game was a kind of a laugher the rays beat the a's five to one that was boring as shit. I saw, I saw. What? <laughs> so Jared Carabas, the Barstool uh, Red Sox writer, uh, commented like he tweeted, "This game is so boring," and then and then the Rays Twitter account tweeted at him, "Cry." <laughs> like what? It was hilarious. I just I just love seeing Red Sox fan get get shit on. No, it's just amazing. Well, first of all, I think the Rays. I, I think the Rays just lost. Did, they did. They did. Lose? They did. Yeah, we're recording the episode during or right after the Rays game. They did just lose. I think they could make some noise somehow, some way, maybe if they. I think they, I, I, maybe an overreaction because it's a five-game series. It's not done in one game, but they blew it. Scoring. I mean, I know it's Verlander, who's you know, it's not an easy task. It's obviously easier said than done to score runs off of him. But Tyler Glasnow is holding down the Astros as well as he could giving up zero runs, and he went into the fifth, and that's when he gave up the two-run homer to Altuve, and that's what did it. If, if the Rays had scored some runs on the board before then, it might be a different ball game, might be a different series now, but I guess we'll never know. True. But, 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 but. I did see this thing. It's pretty amazing in terms of the A's and Rays. In terms of payroll, I think I saw that the combined payroll for the A's and Rays compared to like teams that aren't in the playoffs, like who have higher payrolls, like – 
it's unbelievable. Yeah, like I think, their I combined think Garrett payroll. Cole, yeah, Garrett Cole and Justin Verlander ta- like would take up I think over seventy percent of the Rays' entire payroll just from those two pitchers alone. It's incredible. Yeah, the fact that they're competing at this high of a level is a testament to their scouting, their coaching, and just they. In my opinion, it just makes the Mets look that much worse. I don't know why. Oh, it does. That's all I think about. That's Entirely. all I think about. I'm sorry, Mets fans out there. I just just get, get a bullpen, here. and maybe we'll see you next year. Bullpen. Who knows? But Who what knows? do you guys? What do you guys think this World Series is going to come down to? Who's going to be in this World Series? You know, everyone's assuming that it's just going to be Dodgers versus either the Astros or Yankees. And I just want to, as a Yankee fan, I want to pump the brakes on that a little bit, just because I think people are sleeping on the Twins a little bit more than they should be. I'm well aware that the Yankees are the Twins' daddies and that in the last six playoff appearances for the Twins, they've lost all six and five of those six were to the Yankees. I get that. We're their daddies. I understand. But none of those six seasons did they have have 100 wins or break the record for home runs in a season. So I just don't think they're a team to sleep on this year. I think they're it's not I still think the Yankees are going to win in four games. I think they should be fine, but I think a lot of games in the series are going to be closer than people think. It's not going to be blowouts after blowouts. I agree. Angelo, what do you think? Oof. I think that uh I think I agree with Aquino, but the Yankees should still win this series. I don't think I don't think the Twins are good enough. I don't think the Twins are on the level of the Yankees at the moment, but We'll see. No, I, we'll see. I, I, who who you got what, tonight? Who do you got? Oh, who Yankees. Got Yankees easy. What's the score? I believe it's going to be like a 6-3 to three score. I think Paxton's going to let up a run in the first inning and then settle in. And the Yankees are going to get to Barrios quick. And uh, we'll see. Angelo, I mean, uh, Ryan, give your, give your prediction for tonight. And then I'll, I'll give you my whole World Series thoughts about the okay. Yankees. And, yeah. I got the Yankees winning 4-3 tonight. Maybe a late... Late game home run, who knows? Uh, maybe a DD home run. I'm feeling it because it's fresh off my mind from that 2017 season. But um, it's I think it's going to be closer than people think. Four three Yanks. Okay, four three Yanks. I I I could see that. However, I'm going with a blowout tonight. And you know why I'm going with a blowout? Because my guy Aaron Judge is going to hit one or two bombs tonight. And you know why I'm saying that? Because this fucking guy. He's going to step up to the plate. He's going to put the whole organization, the whole franchise, all of our, our, our desperate fans, me, Angelo, you, Ryan, everybody's desperate for a World Series. We're desperate for a ticker, whatever the fuck it's called, parade ticker down parade. fucking, yeah, ticker tape parade. I want to go to the city. I want to watch them fucking wave the fucking World Series trophy everywhere. Aaron Judge, it is his time. It is his time. He has arrived. He is going to take this fucking team to the World Series. And not only take them to the World Series, he's going to take them through the World Series and they're going to win the fucking World Series over the Dodgers in seven games. Aaron Judge, put it on the fucking board. He gets named fucking World Series MVP and the captain of the New York Yankees after this season because of his performance in these playoffs. I sure hope you're right. I'm also, we have not discussed this before right now, but it is an absolute luck that I don't care what any of us are doing. We're all going to the ticker tape parade by the chance that the Yankees win the World Series. Obviously. We're all going there. We're all getting wrecked. 
We're all not even remembering that they won the World Series the day after. We're having a gay old time if they happen to win the World Series. As we, as we discuss this Yankee thing, the Yankees actually just tweeted a lineup. Actually, they tweeted it earlier, but we didn't see it. But Brett Gardner's batting third today. So, is that really? I mean, if you hit 30 yes. home runs, I have no problem yeah. you hitting third. No Luke Voigt and Urshela's playing third. Batting nine. Geo, baby. Well, Watch out for Geo, too. Geo is going to be a key. Well, also, I agree with you. Like, Geo's a huge X factor in the series. Um, but I don't think there's a better player coming off the bench in the history of baseball than Luke Voigt. Just going to put that out there for you guys. There's no greater player in baseball history greater than Luke Voigt, so it doesn't matter. Yeah, yeah. We're all going like to look, like look like dumbasses tomorrow when we put this episode out and we all get these predictions wrong, but what the fuck? I'm going to look Encarnacion very smart when Luke Voigt comes stupid. off the bench and hits a home run. I'm yeah. going to look very smart. Encarnacion starting over Luke Voigt's an atrocity. I mean, so let's, yeah, let's get in, it is. Yeah, I think that's two, starting over dude, Luke Voigt's an atrocity, but he is a home are run. We all in, are we all in agreement that the Dodgers are making the World Series? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I'd love to be the like. I'd so- love to have a sexy pick and say Nationals are going to beat them in the DS and then go to the World Series. It's just not going to happen. Nah. I think the Dodgers are about as much of a lock to win the National League than there ever has been. The only thing suspect about them is that bullpen. It is. That's 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 really like like the main question about the Dodgers is not getting there. It's when they're there. What's the problem going to be? And it's clearly Ken- Kenley Jansen's not what he used to be. That whole bullpen is not as good as it should be if they really want to win and not go 0-3, going in the hunt for the Buffalo Bills, losing four Super Bowls in a row. But I think it might happen because of that bullpen. Right. Let's get into uh, the NFL. This is a great season, guys. This is an absolute great time of year. You got baseball, you got hockey, you got basketball coming around the corner, and you got football. Who doesn't like football? Let's get into the NFL. NFL news this week, we got Diggs. Stefan Diggs missing practice. Guys, what do you think about this? What do you think about this? He definitely requests the trade and is denying it. And yeah, he said that it, there's truth to so all obvious. rumors. Yeah. It, he's so. I mean, like, yeah, like he's supposed to say he's supposed to say nothing and deny all things. If I'm his agent, I tell him to say nothing and deny the whole thing. But it's bullshit. He definitely it's, requested a trade. I would too if I thought I was a stud wide receiver who's getting you know not as many receptions as I need and they're passing off. My quarterback off and sucks. was Kirk Cousins. Yeah, that's I would do the same thing, and he definitely I, requested a trade. Just own it, guys. If he winds up on the Patriots, it is official that the Patriots have an inside man on in each inside. Oh my god, I can't speak. A man inside each organization. They've got a rat. They got a mole. They got, they got a mole a in every organization. Every organization. It's fucking. It's unbelievable. I'm telling you, they do. Is that Angela, a prediction, Pip? Do you think that by yes. week eight, Stefan Diggs will yes. be on the Patriots? If they don't throw the ball this week and they don't feed him, I'm talking 10 targets. Shit, Kirk Cousins can't even throw the ball 10 times. I don't even want him to throw the ball 10 times. So he ain't getting 10 targets. He's gone. He's on the Patriots. And the sad thing is, is it might make sense for the Vikings to do that as well. The only time they'd have to play him is in the Super Bowl. Exactly. If it was a team coming from the, from the AFC that would have to – you know, meet them there in the AFC Championship, I don't think they'd pull the trigger. And then talking about the Patriots, a nice little segue here. Goskowski, poor guy. Out for the year. Out for the year. Got his hip, not replaced, but I think he's getting his labrum repaired like your boy Pep did. Poor bastard. You think Mike Nugent, I mean, it's going to be typical Patriots. You step in, anybody could step in and be a fucking stud. Mike Nugent's going to be a pro Bowl fucking kicker. We all know it. No, I mean, Gostowski is also low-key. 
one of the best kickers the last like 50 years. He is, but it's the Patriots. Yeah. Whoever steps in is going to fucking perform. It's just the way it works. Well, I mean, this is like the first time in pretty much our lifetime that the Patriots are going to have an average kicker. Because the Patriots are always... They had Vinatieri, Vinatieri who's one of the best Gaskowski. kickers of all time. Those are two yeah, top been, three kickers my, in their yeah. time. My point is that whoever goes you can't there, just You can't just make someone randomly good at kicking. Like, you can help them be better. No, I agree with Mike Nug- on this one. If Mike Nugent was good, he would be on an NFL Ansel, team. I don't care. The Patriots have magic, okay? I agree. Like, I, that's, it's I just there's do, something but. about them. They could take... They could take Anybody. Cody Parkey, Mr. Field Goal Post. post. They could take him, and Roberto I guarantee he'd be top five in, in, in percentage field goal. I agree. I agree. I agree. There's something I about him. It's like the Yankees. Like it's I had a, a debate this it's one time with a Mets fan about, about the Yankees organization versus the Mets. This guy tried to tell me that Aaron Judge wouldn't be good if he was on the Mets. And hearing him out, I kind of agree. It's just like there's something about some organizations that no matter what, doesn't matter their talent level, how they are as a person. They they're just the going to be really bad or they're just going to be really good. And the Patriots are one of those organizations. They just get people to re- perform no matter what. Yep. They have that magic. Then so, we got we – got, no, we got Jaguars. Did you see the uh, – you see the uh, ticket deal that the Jacksonville Jaguars They're are doing? They're fully this week? buying into Minshew Mania, baby. Minshew Mania, man. It's called a Minshew Mania mini pack. They got tickets to the next two home games. They're giving out a bandana, a mustache, and an opportunity for a photo on the field with their mustache and their bandana. The Minshew Mania pack. What do you guys think about this? Uh, I'm, little, I love it. I think it? I'm a little concerned if I'm Nick Foles, but. They're fully buying into this guy. It's like Gardner Minshew was born for us to talk about him. I mean, there's just so much to talk about. Anytime he steps on that field, anything he does, anytime he does anything with the media, you saw him with Uncle Rico. We loved it. He is a reinvented Uncle Rico. We just love Gardner Minshew, and they're buying into him. I love it. Angelo, would you buy tickets to these games? No. To a Jaguars game? No. If you lived in Jacksonville, you sure as shit would. Hell no, I don't want to go fuck it. Actually, probably, but probably not at the we same time. We forgot that I don't know. the Jaguars aren't up to Angela's caliber of team. Remember, he's a Yankee fan, a Steelers yep. fan, and he doesn't pay attention to the Knicks because they suck, so therefore he's a LeBron fan. No, nah, I'm a Knicks fan, but then when the Knicks get eliminated, I'd root for LeBron James. He's my favorite See, player. Just, I don't even want to get into it. I was going to go. What do you, well, no, 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 let's get into it. Let's get into it. <laughs> no, what do you mean? Yeah, I root for the Knicks, true. and then... That's just I root not... for my favorite team. I root for my favorite player to have success. Like, what do you mean? That's just uh, I'm not I'm just not gonna get into it. Okay. The Knicks have been eliminated from playoff contention every year in like December. So then once they get eliminated from playoff contention, I watch the Knicks still, but I still root for LeBron James. I want LeBron James I... to win a championship. There's nothing wrong with that. I got two questions for you guys. Two questions. This is from Pinnell. Pinnell would have been asking these questions, but he's uh dancing his pants off at his cousin's wedding. Selfish Pinnell. Trip. I would love to see some of those moves. We all know you got the. We, we all know you could cut the rug. So uh, send us some videos. Maybe we could post it on a locker room talk from the wedding. But I got two questions for you guys. We're going for real or not. I'm gonna name you these teams, and you're gonna tell me why they are for real or why they are not for real. Okay, Angelo. Okay, Ryan. Yes, ready? sir. Ready for it. I'm I understand English, so I understood what you said. <laughs> and I'm awake, so yeah. I'm sorry. I, yeah, okay. Okay. You guys are fucking assholes. Okay. First team. I'm not denying it. The San Francisco 49ers. Are they for real? 
or are they Fugazi? That's that's what the segment's gonna be called. For real or Fugazi? <laughs> yeah, I love I love that segment name, Pip. Okay. I'm gonna give you mad for, props on that. I'm a just, big fan. Just of that. named it. Just named For real or Fugazi. For I'm gonna Fugazi, go. Ryan. I'm gonna go with for real just because I think they will make the playoffs this year. I'm a believer if if Jimmy Garoppolo's healthy and ready to go, this team's good. I mean, you kind of forget that Richard Sherman went to their defense and helped them out last year because Garoppolo was out earlier in the season. The season was over right when he tore his ACL. But he Garoppolo's back. Their whole team's playing well. They could have Bob's your uncle playing running back and he'll manage to get 100 yards and a touchdown. They've got three, four effective running backs. They're playing great football. They're playing well on both sides of the field. I think they're the real deal to make the playoffs. However, if the Fareel or Fugazi... As for Super Bowl contenders, I'm, I'm saying Fugazi. I don't think they have a shot at the NFC Championship, but I do think they have a shot to make the playoffs. So I will say they're for real as a playoff potential team. I would have to uh, – I'd be, I'd be inclined to agree. Yeah, I'd be inclined to agree. I think, I think they're for real. I don't know if they're a Super Bowl team, but they're definitely going to make the playoffs. So their defense is actually better than people think. And it they is. Have one of the, and Shanahan's offense is always elite. So yes, I, think, I, think, I think they actually have an opportunity to be for real. Guys, guys, guys. They're fucking Fugazi. They couldn't... They are the definite... <laughs> no, they're not the definition of Fugazi. There's another team that's the definition of Fugazi, but they are fucking Fugazi. Guys, they play in the division with the fucking Rams and Seahawks. They are not making the fucking playoffs. They're not making the playoffs. Period. End of story. They're not making the playoffs. I don't know. Therefore, you... therefore they are Fugazi. You're telling me that they're better than the Rams and Seahawks. They don't have the toughest schedule on planet Earth. Actually, they do have a pretty tough schedule. I'm looking at it right now. It's going to be tough for them to make the playoffs. So maybe I should start researching and actually looking at the schedule. But you bum-rushed me on this one. They do have a yeah. tough schedule coming up. And then the next team we're going to go with are the Chicago Bears. For real or Fugazi, Ryan? Chicago Bears are absolutely for real. As long as they get any production out of their quarterback or running back, they're for real. This is, I really do believe this is the best defense we've seen in our lifetime. I do. Like, in every facet of the defensive side of football, they are incredible. And they just stop every team's production on offense. I think they're definitely for real. If they, if Mitch comes back and plays, you know, decent football, this is the, t this is the same team that 13 years ago, it's the same type of team. They made it to the Super Bowl with Rex Grossman. This is the t this is Chicago Bear football. It's fantastic defense. Let's see what they what we get from them for, on the offensive side. And I think it's the same team this year. Angelo, I if if this is your team, that's the definition of Fugazi Pip. I don't think I can continue this podcast episode. <laughs> but uh, they are not Fugazi. You can have a defense that elite. Anything can happen. I mean, you guys can turn to look at the championships of the last decade, a little bit more than the last decade, but. One of the Giants' championships they had an elite defense. They don't. You don't need. You don't need. It doesn't require elite quarterback play to win a championship when your defense is that good. Okay. They are not the. They are not the Pip. definition of Fugazi for me. Pip just disconnected off Facetime. However, That's not good. I'm gonna say this. I'm going to say this. I'm going to say that they are Fugazi because you want to know why? Yes, their defense is good. However. However, they do not have an elite quarterback by any fucking stretch of the imagination. I mean, God, I can step into that Bears fucking team and play better quarterback 
than fucking Mitchell Trubisky. Who That's all said, I that, who said that you have to have? Who said you have to have an elite no, quarterback no, to win the Super Bowl? Have you, are you going to let me finish? I will if you arrive at the at your point. I'm going to, but you're okay. not letting me fucking finish. In my opinion, my favorite talk show radio host brought it up yesterday. You have to have two out of three things. Is it Skip? Is it Skip Bayless? No, it's not fucking Thank Skip God. Bayless. Okay. Is it's it Will Mike Kane. Francesca? No. Oh a- my God, that was one of the. You could have said two worst people. Will Kane? Will Kane's also garbage. Oh my God, Will Kane. Two out of the three. Two out of the three things you have to have to be an elite team. An elite defense. Check. An elite quarterback. No. Or an elite coach. I think Nagy's no. awesome. You think Matt Nagy's an elite coach? He's an Andy Reid descendant. I think he's a very good coach. And I think this is his second year as head coach of a football team. We have no idea. If you were to judge yeah, yeah. Bill Belichick off of his second year, you would have said he was Fugazi fuck- too. Give the guy give some time. Give me a fucking break. Give me a fucking break, dude. That guy, oh. first of all, he's... What? Pip, hold on. Can I just can I just rewind something for you on your three things? So you said you need an elite quarterback, an elite defense, and an elite head coach. No, no, you need two out of the three. And yeah. I'm saying I'm saying you need two out of three. Okay, that's that's fine. So when I can even talk about my Steelers, I can talk about your Giants too. When the Giants won their Super Bowl, was yep. Eli Manning was Eli was Tom Coughlin an elite coach or Eli Manning an elite quarterback? No, I agree with Eli, when, Eli Manning. No, no, well, whoa, 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 let me make, let me finish a point. When the Steelers won their first Super Bowl, they had an elite defense and they have an above average coach, not an elite, not an elite coach. And Big Ben was still too young to really be considered an elite quarterback. Big when, Ben's an elite quarterback. Like, no, Big Ben's yeah. At the, the not at the time, he was not an elite quarterback. He feels like okay, hundred yards in that quarter. game. He's an elite quarterback. I agree with Angelo. It is way too early to say that Matt Nagy's not an elite head coach. I agree with you that like by no stretch of the imagination, unless Mitch Trubisky just flips it the fuck on in the second You're half telling of the me- season. Go, but go. Matt Nagy's coached for one season in the NFL, okay, and that team made the playoffs. Angelo, How could you Angelo, say that Angelo. he's not like on his way? You're telling me that Tom Coughlin isn't an elite coach? Two fucking Super Bowls? He's saying that in the first Super Bowl run in 2007, you would have been saying no to two out of the three categories for the Giants. That's what okay, he's saying. That's, fair, that's, fair, that's fair, my fair, point. Fair that's, point. Fair yes, point. Like, fair like, point. Like, <laughs> Eli, Eli Manning. I mean, I I don't think Eli Manning. Yeah, we've we've had this discussion. No, like, I, I don't think at he's the time. Elite, no, he's at, not. I mean, he's never been, but. Like Big Ben at the time of his first Super Bowl was not an elite quarterback. I so agree. Like, and Tom Coughlin's not an elite coach. Okay, I agree. Okay, okay I agree. You don't you get you back. don't get you don't get the elite the elite status as a quarterback or a coach until you win a Super Bowl. So that okay, is. But I don't think I don't think he has the elite in him. How about, let me put it that way. I don't think he has elite. And in him. I disagree but, with you there. And on I top disagree. of that, could and on top of that, on top of that, guys, they're gonna have to outscore anybody they face. I know the defense is great. But that they're going to have to fuck it. Since but their anymore. defense is so good, they could win 17, 14 games all the time. They could win 14, 13 games all the time. Their defense is that good where they're going yeah. un- to uh, hold teams Fugazi. under three touchdowns. Fucking Fugazi. Fucking Fugazi. Next. Pip, like, and, and like late in the season, if they have a home game, you're not scoring. Like Kansas City has to go into Chicago in December. Like That's not good for Kansas City. They have the best offense in the NFL. And I'm sure Kansas City is going to put up some points. But I would be I wouldn't be shocked if the Bears shut it down like they always do. In Chicago, it's tough to play. So if the Bears have a high seed in the playoffs, I wouldn't want to go into Chicago. I we completely shall, agree. we shall see. Next team, Bills, Farrell Fugazi. Um, I think they're a similar story. Um, I think they're pretty much the exact same team as the Bears, just not on the same level of elite defense. 
But you, but then again, you've seen more production out of their offense. You're going to say they're Fugazi, Pip. I completely understand, but I guess you don't like defensive-oriented teams because if you watch the Bills this year, their defense is awesome. It is the real deal defense. Defense wins ball games. Defense wins championships. And I'm not saying they're there yet. Again, it's the same story like Trubisky. Josh Allen's going to need to turn it the fuck on. But their defense is awesome. I'm not convinced that Sean McDermott's a bad coach by the, by any stretch of the imagination. And that's two out of the three for you. When we're when we're talking any for real, team, go ahead, any go team ahead. that could hold the Patriots offense down like it did this past weekend is is legit in my book. And I think Josh Allen's actually a good quarterback. I agree. Not great, but he's good. And I think McDermott's a good coach. But you can't say a coach is an elite head coach until they've won a Super Bowl. Guys, this is only only talk- exceptions. Andy Reid actually. When we talk, he's not, he's not elite though because he chokes every playoff. I and think that's why he's, he's not elite. considered elite. I no, he's, he's an elite, elite offensive mind, absolutely. But he's not going to be called elite until he, he figures it out in the Super Bowl era. Fair. And wins the Super Bowl for for real means that they have a great shot at winning a Super Bowl. I don't know about what, what you guys think. I'm saying I'm I, I'm taking it differently. I'm taking I'm putting them in the same category as the other teams. I give them a great shot to make the playoffs. I think they can go ten and six, nine and seven, make the playoffs. But I again, I I need to see more out of their offense for for them to be a Super Bowl contender. This is my most Fugazi team. I think I every I think every team I said was Fugazi. So that's because you don't watch this the is, Bills. Yes, watch I, I watched. Um, ugh, Angelo, don't even start. Dude. Please <laughs> no, don't even. I think you watch sports. There's zero percent chance that you've watched more than a quarter of Bills football this year. I watched the whole Bills and Jets game last week. The whole game. The whole game. Why would you watch the whole Jets Josh, game? That's awful. Josh Allen fucking sucks. Dude, that's that's against the number one, like the, like a top two defense in football right now. Josh Allen cannot, you cannot go anywhere with Josh Allen. You can't go anywhere with Josh Allen. He, the guy, I said it on last podcast. The guy has no fucking touch, no feel. The guy's got a bazooka. Yeah, that was wrong. He has some touch and he has some feel. He has no touch. And Angelo, if you fucking watch the game, you I would did. have seen that he overthrew about fucking five receivers down the field that could have been touchdown passes. Dude, he had a fucking. You know how hard it is to play in the NFL. Like if he, he had, had an ounce of fucking touch, bro, he has no fucking touch, no feel. Don't give me that. All right, is that all for the Fugazi for, for real or Fugazi picks? Yeah, I'm done yes. listening to Pips to Pips wild takes for okay. about teams. Josh Allen fucking blows. That's, that's, that's for heavy. One year, dude. He blows. So my next my next and final question. First of all, we were gonna get into a Russell Wilson debate here. But we're gonna save that for Monday's episode. We're gonna tease that. Get ready, folks, because it's gonna get heated. It's gonna get absolutely heated between me and Andrew. I'm gonna need to wear a referee costume. It might be it, yes. it might be done on it, it might be done on Thursday, but it'll be next week. It'll be next week. Yeah. But anyway, my final question before we get into our picks is who will have the best career out of these four quarterbacks? Lamar Jackson, Baker Mayfield, Danny Dimes, a.k.a. Danny Jones. He switched his name to Danny Dimes. And Kyler Murray. I can tell you what I know. I know know your answer is, Pip. Who have the best career? Um, I'll go first on this one. I this is nothing against Kyler Murray or Lamar Jackson. I think they're outstanding quarterbacks, and they've re- and Lamar Jackson especially so proven me wrong that he's had a great start to this year, being being very efficient. Um, I think he's great. It's just I have never seen in my entire life 
a long-lasting running quarterback, so I'm not going to put Lamar Jackson or Kyler Murray on, on the top spot for those four quarterbacks. I do think it will come down to Baker versus Daniel Jones. Um, Baker has a longer track record, so things would make me inclined to say Baker, but... You know, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put a little bit of bias in this. I'm going to be an optimist. I'm going Danny Dimes. I think New York football is tough football for you to not put something around him on the offensive side. I think the front office is going to find a way to give him something to go to and make him a successful quarterback. It's basically coming down to the organizations. I trust the Giants organization to put more around Danny Dimes than I trust the Browns organization to put things around Baker Mayfield in the long haul. So I'm going to go Danny Dimes. I actually completely, I completely agree with what you just said about you trust the Giants organization more than the uh, the Browns, and that's that's spot on correct. Absolutely, Danny Dimes. I think Danny Dimes is going to actually have the second best career of the four of them. Mm-hmm. I think he's going to be good. I don't. I he was great in his first appearance, and he hasn't been great. He wasn't great in his second start, but. He's a rookie, so you can't really you can't really judge it on one appearance. Mm-hmm. But I think I think in my opinion, the Cardinals actually have been competent at times. Like a couple years, uh, was that? Oh, when they had Kurt Warner, they were good for a while. They lost the they lost yeah, the Steelers yeah. had a great season in 2009, 2010 season. Yes. So Kyler Murray is a running quarterback because he's so fast, but he actually doesn't like to be hit. From all of the reports that you hear about the Cardinals, he doesn't like he doesn't want to take those hits like Cam did or like Lamar Jackson does. I think Kyler Murray, if given like a good offensive line, I think he could be a stud. Okay. So it's really warranted on how the Cardinals handle the organization. I think Danny Dimes has the best floor, has a better floor than Kyler Murray. Because I think Kyler Murray's floor is he gets crippled because they don't they don't have yeah. an offensive yeah, line. True. But I think Lamar Jackson's garbage. The one the, he finally plays against a good team. <laughs> And he looks like looks it. terrible. Love he, it. I mean, dude, he played against the Dolphins. He played against the Dolphins and the Bengals, who were the two worst teams in the world. So, like, not bad for a running back. Yeah, but I mean, he's also just throwing. I do he's like throwing him. personality wise. Yeah, no, he's Lamar awesome. Jackson. I just don't think I think the Lamar Jackson train that like the hype was a little bit much. But I think it's gonna go Kyler, Dimes, Baker. I think I think the first three quarterbacks are all gonna have good careers. Yeah, I mean, look at the 4 draft class yeah. for, for, for quarterbacks back then. You had Phillip Rivers, Ben Roethlisberger, Eli Manning, and although he was undrafted, the 4 class also had Tony Romo. Yeah. Those are four on the – those are three Hall of Fame quarterbacks, one on the cusp. And I think Romo's on the cusp just because he never actually won. No, anything, he's not so a Hall, think he's not make a hall of Famer. I don't think he I is, agree, yeah. but he's talent-wise was right with all of them. Yes. And I think he was awesome too. So it's possible that all four of these guys have great careers. Absolutely. Lamar, okay, here, here's my take. Lamar is eliminated right off the get-go, okay? One, because he's going to wind up getting hurt. The poor bastard, like, he's just going to wind up getting hurt just because of the way he plays. Like, he doesn't just run. He, just, he doesn't just take off when he has nobody to throw to. They design runs for him, and I've seen him lower his shoulder and try to initiate hits, and it's just not going to work as a quarterback. So he's eliminated. Then you go Baker, Jones, or Murray. Baker, I love Baker, but Odell's there, so I fucking can't stand him, just personally. However, skill-wise, I think he's might be better than Daniel Jones. However, like Ryan said, I think that organization is going to fail him at some point in the near future. So eliminate Baker. You got Daniel Jones or Kyler Murray. Skill-wise, Kyler Murray is way better, okay? Absolutely way better. 
like Angelo said. He's a phenomenal athlete. Phenomenal athlete. I see, and he's a winner. He's a purebred winner. He's a beast. Okay? He's and a you beast. Guys know, you guys know I like track records of winners. You win, you win. You win, you win. You, you know how to win, okay? Can I say that again? You win, you win. Okay. Kyler Murray knows how to win. However, I don't think they can put a line around him. I don't know if that, that organization is competent enough. I see him becoming a Russell Wilson, maybe. But I'm gonna I have agree to, with you, I'm going to have to go. I'm gonna. Uh, he's gonna become Russell Wilson, but I'm gonna have to go. I'm gonna have to go with Daniel Jones, and and I'm gonna admit it, guys. When do I not admit it? The bias swayed me. Okay, the bias swayed me. It I sways like me too, but I think there's a lot to base off of to be optimists here. Like I agree. it's not like we're shooting out of our ass, and, and it's I, like and Dwayne Haskins, where the guy has you know played one half of awful football. Like, Daniel Jones has showed us great things in his and first two forget, starts. And, and forget about... I don't really care about his first two starts, his, like, stats or whatever, even in preseason. What I'm most impressed about this guy is his Let me guess, poise. Poise, poise man. <laughs> you, need that, you need that in New York. I'm sorry. That's Tip's one thing. You look at poise guy. You look at he, all he may the, have heard you, it. You look at all the successful athletes in New York sports history, the one trait that they all have is poise. Okay. Okay, so um, right now we're going to do a fire round, a real quick fire off round since we're running out of time here, folks. We're going to go rapid fire. Picks for the weekend for football. Um, Angelo and I both were correct on the Rams, and Pip chose the Seahawks. So Angelo and I are 1-0 to start the week, and Pip is 0-1. Wait, let me just say, let me just say this before we... Angelo is still in first place. He's having an unbelievable season thus far. He will slow down. He will cool off. Me and Ryan are are tied for second place. Thomas, Pippolo, Pip, me had an unbelievable last week going eleven and five. Unbelievable. Well, now is it Aquino so, a game ahead of you now that he is one and on the weekend? You're okay. Yes. Angelo is always there to fucking shoot me down out of the sky. I appreciate it. Appreciate okay. it, Angelo. I'm just here with the facts. <laughs> okay, so first game we got here. Is Vikings minus five at Giants? Uh, the Vikings are going to shit pump the Giants. I'm sorry. Oh, I know you guys are Giants fans, but they're going to shit pump them this weekend. It's just a classic. I'm Ryan. sorry. It's a classic. It's a classic Vikings game. They lost a bad game last week. The Giants are not a good team. They're going to throw it. They're going to try to please Diggs and Thielen. They're just going to throw it around the yard, and they're going to hand it to Dalvin Cook. I just think this could be a bloodbath. I'm okay. sorry, Pip, but I agree with Angelo here. Yeah, I do. I think this. I think there's a perfect opportunity for a get-right game for the Vikings. They just got wallywopped in Chicago. They played terribly. Kirk Cousins was awful. I I think he's been pretty bad this year, but I don't think he's as bad as he's playing. He's going to get right against the Giants' bad defense. I I'm taking Vikings minus five. Give me the Giants. Kirk Cousins fucking okay. blows. Okay, next game we got Jags at Panthers. Panthers minus three and a half, but note that Jalen Ramsey is not playing. Give me the Panthers, minus three. Okay, Panthers minus three and a half. Three and a half. Pip's Pip's making his own lines now. No, I looked at, it's the opening lines I have, but. We're going off the score app all year, so that's what I'm going off of. Um, I'm taking the Jags plus three and a half. I just like the cushion of a field goal here where if they lose by a field goal, we're still winning. Love Minshew Mania. Jaguars plus three and a half for me. Yeah, I'm going to have to agree. I think Minshew's been unreal. So I'm going to go with the Jags. 
Okay, next we got Cardinals at Bengals. Bengals minus three and a half. Cardinals plus three and a half. The Bengals are literally the worst team I've ever seen play football besides the Dolphins. I'm going against the public here. Public is heavy, heavy, heavy on the Cardinals. I'm So I'm going Bengals. I'm going Bengals as well just because this line makes no sense. And I think that it should be. I think the Cardinals should actually be favorited in this. But um, I think Vegas is a bunch of wizards. So I'm going to take the Bengals on this one and go with, go with the Vegas bet. Yeah, I'm going with the Cardinals. Okay. Uh, next game, we got Falcons at Texans. Texans minus four. Who we got? Uh, I'm going to go with... Like, I just feel like I'm going to eventually... Like, I've been picking the Falcons every single week, and I feel like since I'm going to go against them now, they're going to absolutely destroy the Texans. But I just I can't pick with the, the Falcons anymore. They just are terrible. So I'm going to go with the uh, Texans. I'm going to go with the Texans as well just because they're at home. I think this is a completely different story. If not, mark my words, I can be very wrong about this one. This is one that I could totally see me being wrong on just because it is a four-point spread and it could be a get-right week for the Falcons given that they've just played awful as of, re- as of recent. But I'm still going to take the, four, the minus four uh, Texans bet. Give me the Falcons. <laughs> they still want a Super Bowl pit? No. Yeah. <laughs> okay, we got Bucks at Saints. Saints minus three. I think the Bucks are Fugazi. Give me the Saints. I'm going Saints as well. Yeah, I think I'm going to go with the Saints. Unanimous. Okay, after that, we've got Bears minus five and a half at Raiders. Who we got? Give me the Raiders. John Gruden. Uh, I think the Bears are going to kill them. Bears. I'm agreeing with you. Oh, Bears. I don't think the Raiders' offense can do dick against them. Yeah. This one's a tough one. Jets at Eagles minus 14, and it's so tough because I hate that line because it so easily could be a 14-point difference. But I'm going to take the Eagles on this one. I think they mollywop them. I don't care. Most teams I'd care that they're coming off a bye. With the Jets, I don't care. The Eagles are just far, by far and away the better team. I'm going to Eagles. Give me the Jets. Did you say, is it at MetLife or is it in Philly? It's in Philly. Oh, give me the Philly. Okay. Give me the Philly. Next, yeah. Next game Philly, after Eagles. that, we got, shut up. We got Ravens minus three and a half at Steelers. Who we got? Give me fucking Mason Rudolph, baby. Oh, I hate that you're going to pick the Steelers. Now they're going to get tittied. I picked the Steelers last week, Angelo. Yeah, I know, because you, that, their play against the Bengals was the worst team in the NFL. I was hoping I'd be the Mason only Rudolph one. Mason Rudolph is legit, dude. I hope I was hoping I'd be the only one that picked the Steelers, but I'm out. Well, it's actually all unanimous. I just love yeah. that they have more than a field goal. Um, the Ravens so aren't actually Steelers good. Well. All right. This next game, I'm going to take – so it's Buffalo Bills at Titans. Titans minus three. I'm going to take the Bills with the points. But my absolute betting lock of the century, if you have, I'm a big teasers guy in football. If you can find a way to take the under in this, I think there's going to be maybe a combined total of one touchdown offensively. This is so going to hit the under of 38 and a half. I'm going Bills. I'm going the under. What's the, what's the game? Bills who? Bills, Bills Titans. I told you. Bills at Titans. Titans minus three. Oh. This is actually a, uh, a pretty important game because... The Bills nor the Titans are going to win their division, so this could be like a tiebreaker game for the wild card. I agree. So, 
I am inclined to say the Bills because I just don't think the Titans are actually good. But even though they're going to win nine games, you said that every yeah, single. They're week. going to win nine. They're going to win nine games. It's it's a lock. They they win nine games every year. It's a lock. They're going to find a way. But I just think the Bills are going to win this game. Give me the okay. Titans. The fucking Bills are Fugazi as fuck. And you don't think the Titans are? You, you believe in Marcus Mariota? Just continue. Just, just don't do don't let him even explain himself. All right. All right yeah. Okay. Okay. We got to move. So oh, Patriots right minus Patriots minus fifteen and a half at Redskins. I'm going easy. Patriots minus four, fifteen and a half. They blow them out. Agreed. Yeah, I'm gonna go Patriots. The Patriots. The Redskins like the worst team in the NFL, besides the Dolphins and the and the. If, Most years they if, would be the worst team in the NFL. If the Dolphins and the Redskins weren't playing each other this year, I'm pretty sure both teams would go zero and sixteen. I agree. I agree. That's going to be the shit bowl this year. Yeah. Next, we got Broncos at Chargers. Chargers minus six and a half. Broncos at Chargers. Mm-hmm. Chargers minus six and a half. Yep. Give me, give me the Broncos. Mind you that uh, Bradley Chubb is out for the year. Give me the Chargers. Give me the Broncos. I'm going Chargers as well. Um, I think that's a huge loss to the Broncos, so... I'm going Chargers minus six and a half. I think they win by a touchdown or more. Next, we got Packers at Cowboys. Cowboys minus three and a half. Who you got? Give me the Packers with the points. I agree. I'm with you. Uh, I'm going to go with the Packers. Okay. We're unanimous on that as well. Um, Two games left. Sunday night game, we got Colts at Chiefs. Chiefs minus 11. Give me the Colts. Okay. In Arrowhead? I'm going, I'm going Chiefs. I think they blow them out. I don't know if they blow them out, but I think they win by... The schedule was made before... And I know that... I actually like Jacoby Brissett, but the schedule was made before Andrew Luck retired. I, th- I think this game is just a wash. I think Brissett leads the NFL in touchdowns. Does he actually? Yeah, I think he might. I mean, Russell Wilson. Russell, touchdowns. Russell Wilson he's now does. Second just because, yeah. Yes, but going into week five, he's he tied for the lead. Touchdown with Lamar Jackson. Yeah. Who would have thunk? And Mahomes. Okay. Mahomes also has 10. I'm going to pick. Yes. I think I'm going to go with the Chiefs, though. I, I think Brissett's actually better than people think, but I think I pick the Chiefs. Okay, last game. We got Browns at 49ers. 49ers minus four. Mm. Give me the Browns. Give me the Niners. Okay, I'm actually going Browns on this one just because I like the points. Um, yeah, give me the Browns. So there you go. You have our picks. Um, no one else gave a lock of the week, so if you're listening and you actually take betting advice for much, which is really dumb, take the under in Bills-Titans. These teams cannot score, and they have very good defenses. So that's going to wrap it up here for us for the locker room talk in Week 5 of the NFL, right before the start of the uh, MLB playoffs for the Divisional Series. Um, We will catch you next time. Adios.